0: Podcast with Greg Miller, Tabo, Young Gakim Jade Gritti, Tabbing Stereo,
1: and Larry Motor fucking gumdrop, oh, Drop oh, Diamond. Larry Gum Drop, Larry Gum Drop Dog. Welcome to the program.
0: I have some way
1: do. Come drop um, for those who uh, tuned in for the first time, this is a podcast about a project that Tab and Taboo have called escapism, but it's more than that, it's more diving into human uh, issues and kind of episodes that we have that we kind of, you know, how do we, we escape through things in our life? How do we run towards things or let things go? Or, kind of or, dive, or, or run from them. Or run from them, And <laughs> we're, we're kind of diving into to bigger kind of topics. And, you know, when I, we were kind of going over themes and thinking about different things. Uh, to go into this podcast, you know, I was kind of thinking about, you know, some memories in my own life a little bit, and you know, working education. It's August now, kind of August is like kind of my winter for a lot of people. It's kind of like the new year, so I start to kind of reflect back on my year a little bit and kind of where I've grown as a person, or things that I thought about, or things that I kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, completed in uh, within the year. So I kind of was, you know, thinking about like you guys gave me an opportunity to be on this album, and I'm on a, on a song called Glass Joe later <laughs> in uh, in the project, and maybe we'll talk about that later in a couple other episodes. By the way, a couple other episodes. But so I was thinking about this year, and I remember. uh, Andrew hit me up with an email. He was like, yo, I want you to get get on this song, right? I was like, all right, whatever. And for a long time, I've been struggling in my own kind of artistry of like, how do I express myself as I get a little older? I kind of, there was a time where I kind of like, I don't know if I want to do hip hop anymore. I kind of was like self-doubting myself and a lot of different things. I played in the band for a while. I was like, I don't know if that's it. And I'm like, and then I kind of came back to music. I was doing a project with Andrew for a little bit and I kind of self-sabotaged myself. So I waited for about six years to do anything. And I always said, oh, I want to do this or I want to get on that. You know what I mean? Tab would send me some beats, Paulie would send me some beats and I never kind of jumped on anything. So Tab, fast forward to like about April, May, uh, not, maybe it was like April. He kind of sends me the beat like, yo, I want you to get on this joint. Glass Joe, we did. He played me the beat. I remember the beat when him and Paulie did it. Uh, so I was like, oh, I know that shit. So anyway, I was, uh, I would go out at the lunchtime in my work and I would sit there and try to write something to it. right? Mm-hmm. So. The, the title of glass draw brought me back to when i was a little kid right and one of my favorite things when i was about five or six my dad used to bring me uh in raleigh kind of slash avenel to the pathmark uh shopping center there and there was a place called zips and zips was this ice cream store right and i, I remember going in there i used to love it. you could be able to make your own ice cream and all this shit like that so my dad used to bring me there all the time and it was kind of like one of these father-son kind of moments where you can kind of you know explore you know learning about your father a little bit so anyway my dad would take me there and I can remember, you know, they always had the Mike Tyson punch-out game, like the tall, regular old video game, right? And you could hear the sounds. I can remember sitting there eating ice cream, hearing, like, Piston Hurricane, what, what, what? you know? <laughs> so, but but fast forward a little bit in that time together, I can remember my father one time talking about, like, hey, like, sometimes, you know, dads may leave, you know what I mean? And... I remember him kind of selling me on the idea that it would be okay, that eventually, you know, fathers may leave out of your life. It doesn't mean that they don't love you anymore, all the stuff. I was a little kid. I couldn't really process it. Right. So eventually I was like thinking there, like when Andrew sends me the title of the show, Glass, uh, of the song Glass Joe, eventually I started thinking like, damn, it kind of brought me back to that moment a little bit. Right. And when I had this moment in my life a little bit, I was like, man, it gave me crazy anxiety. Because right? I was like, damn man, like I don't know if I want to do this or like this title or should I say something about the title that Andrew because all I'm thinking about is like flashbacks to when I was a little kid when I had this kind of conversation with my dad a little bit and yeah. I was like, wow that's kind of like weird so anyway in that process i was reading uh about this author grand green grand green is oh, uh hell yeah. A, a, yeah he's an english writer so he hell had yeah, he, he had a great he has a great line he says you know in every person's childhood is a window to to the future Fuck right yeah, it was. Yeah. so like i i heard that's that i heard that line a little bit when i was trying to go and, and write that, that start writing my verse to this thing right um so I had the first line, I said, death of Willie Loman, right? So ultimately I'm talking about my dad, right? Cause he's like the salesman, right? At the right. time. So I was like kind of talking about that a little bit. So Willie Loman, for those who don't know, is a character you know what I mean? Death and death of sales. a salesman. Oh, yeah. um, so like, that's where I kind of, you know, kind of start my verse there. But anyway, I was struggling though, writing at my lunch break, right? And I was like, oh man, I was just looking at the fucking pen. I was looking at my phone. So. uh Shout out to Miss Mason, the chick I work with, right? She's a counselor in my school. She knocked on my window one day and she, she was like, What are you doing? I was like, ah, it's a long story, right? She gets in the car, she smokes a cigarette, right? And so she kind of hides from all the kids that she smokes are people in the school. I'm right in this verse. So she's like a 16-year-old girl smoking in the fucking car. I'm like fucking right in yeah, this fucking you're verse. You're one of the fucking right? seniors. Yeah, so like it's car. taking me back. So I was like, yo, so I just started talking to her. She's one of my good friends. I was like, yeah, I was struggling with this, this thing. And I kind of told her the story I just told you guys about sitting in zips. So I was like, ah, I keep having this like memory about this Tyson game. It's kind of like irking me a little bit. It's putting me in a weird kind of headspace. She was like, well, maybe you're looking at the scene kind of wrong. You know what I mean? So she was like, you know, instead of thinking, focusing on the sound that's there or focusing on the ice cream, like maybe there's something else in that moment that you can remember that you can focus on a positive somewhere. So I can remember walking to my car after that. I'm walking to the car with my dad after that day, right? And, that, and then there was like this pigeon feather on the uh, top of his car and he took the pigeon feather off and he gave it to me, right? Never thought about that in probably 30 years. You know what I mean? But it was kind of there in the back of my mind, but I probably never really like, articulated that to any person ever. So anyway, she had me thinking about that episode. So I start thinking about, wow, there's the flower and it's kind of passing off, I mean a flat feather and there's like this passing off of the feather a little bit. So a couple weeks later, you know, in some kind of synchronicity fashion a little bit, I was talking to my friend, uh, Casey Halpin. Casey Halpin's a writer uh, and she's a counselor in Newark. And she was telling me a lot about like the program she works with, she works with a lot of uh, ex-convicts who are struggling with addiction, who are struggling with re-entry into society, right? So a lot of these guys, her office is right by Lincoln Park, which is kind of in North. It's a big park. A lot of people walk through. it. So a lot of the people that she deals with, her clients, take public transportation through there. They have to walk through the park. So while they walk through the park, they see a lot of things that bring them back a little bit. They see needles, they see bottles, they see bags, they see, triggers, see, yeah. see all these triggers. And they would go into the, the into the kind of groups or the therapy one-on-one sessions and be kind of like bugged out a little bit and like. Yeah. Everywhere I go, these symbols of the past are around me. Right. And then she comes and tells me, she was like, yo, I had this, you know, training one time of, you know, to to have them focus on something different. So I was...
2: Cognitive behavior. Right.
1: right? So she was like, instead of looking for needles that you see on the ground, can you find a feather? And I was like, what did you fucking just say? Right? So I was like, yo, I was just having this conversation about writing this song. And I told her, you know, we've we've been cool for a long time. She's written a a bunch of books and we've had a kind of like, you know, a creative outlet of a relationship for a long time. So I was telling her, I I was trying to write this song. Uh, I was getting fucking stuck as hell. I was in my own head. I was in my own doubts and in my own anxieties, right? Right. So I talked to this lady at work and then she kind of, you know, fed me to look at it different. I remember seeing the feather. I was like, yo, you just pulled my fucking mind that this fucking, you know, the idea of the feather. So anyway, after I had the counter conversation with that, I started to look at the verse, started to look at myself as a rapper, started to look at my own self in the whole hip hop game a little bit different. And you're like, listen, it's not about who's gonna hear it or what, it's about doing it. It's about going back to that little kid who kind of was looking into a future that may have been full of, you know, kind of uh, relationship disconnects and all this stuff, but how, maybe this was an opportunity for me, man, the universe speaking to me, as they say that, you know, maybe I can make that right. You know what I mean? So I went back and I just fucking wrote the whole verse. I didn't fucking think about it. And I just fucking wrote it just out. It so I started out. with death because it was really like, oh, I wanted that kind of image of what I felt my father was to kind of die a little bit, right? And there at the end of my verse, you know, I, I talk about the death of the ego. Yeah. They grant me my serenity. Yeah. And I talk about that so I can kind of find peace with all this stuff that subconsciously was weighing on me fucking my whole life a Hell little yeah. bit. You yeah. know what I mean? So today we're kind of going over topics. Andrew sends me a fucking text. Right. Uh, Twelve o'clock. I'm sitting on my lunch break on a fucking bench. I fucking looked at. I, we don't know. He's going over what we should talk about. I wasn't kind of totally thinking about like, yo, this is where we're going to go today. But then Andrew sends a text out what we're going to talk about. I looked down to my right of me. I was like, yo, there's a fucking blue jay feather sitting right there. I text him. I was like, yo, this is going to be fucking I fucked got, up. I, I, know shit, go- I know where we're going. I know where we're going. Got some shit. Sent it to him. I was like, yo, remember that I walked to my car. What's sitting on my car? Blue Jay Feather. And that's these are the insane. these are the two wow. Blue Jay feathers that awesome. I brought today. So going back to the audience and the long wind of my monologue there was a little bit, was that the feather was a symbol for my fire, for my rediscovery a little bit, right? right. And we talked about, you know, the quest for fire, finding this fire, whatever that fire is for you, maybe that's a passion, maybe that's to, to do a project, maybe that's to move somewhere else, right? Maybe yeah. that's to start a new job, or maybe that's to start uh, you know, a new relationship. But sometimes the past holds us back, right? We ruminate, and that's where I was saying about Graham Green. Like, I ruminated about the future so much, I was like, so scared of the future because I was painted this picture of, wow, what's life gonna be like without my father? And that kind of definitely stunted my growth emotionally for a long time. You go in your 20s into alcohol, you date the wrong women, you be a fucking dick to all the fucking right women. You know what I mean? Right, and I did right. that for a long fucking time. So this opportunity that you guys gave me in my escapism was like, yo, I finally get to face some of this help shit that confronted. I, finally, I confronted it. I'll be honest, yeah,
2: I mean, this this project, you know, and as much as I'm sure, and it's the same thing with this podcast, as we were talking about before, with this project, as much as like we want it to help everybody and branch out, which right. I love, I love the byproduct sure. of it. Really, the root of it comes from Tab and I confronting yes. our own, escapism tactics our own tendencies to be like fuck man like life gets us down like we have two options right because i know him he's fucking crazy we've had conversations like one of the first real conversations we had was on his birthday we were talking about some real shit Mm -hmm. and we and we you know both him and i are like depressed individuals we both are extremists in the way we think of outcomes you know what i'm saying we go right to the end point that's just how we think we go to the either the zero point or the end point that's kind of like what we do um you know so like we had two options, man. We're either gonna take the fucking easy way out and fucking uh, put a fucking gun to your head and blow your fucking brains out, or you're gonna come to this point and not look at it as an impasse, but. Realize, hey, man, life is not fucking a beginning or an end. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. cyclical. You're at different well, points. Different, and use it yeah. use it to propel you into what you're doing. Absolutely. Use it as, as an opportunity to delve into yourself and an opportunity to look into parts of you that you may not have ever looked into, not not for any other reason, but to educate yourself, man. And that's what it comes down to. The hardest thing for me to
3: like realize would be that life is not going to start five to ten years from now. There isn't gonna be a moment where you're like, right. okay, I'm financially stable. I'm right. physically ready to have a child. I'm right. fucking uh-huh. at the level musically where I feel like I'm like comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like that's not gonna happen. Life like John Lennon quote, life is what happens in
0: between. Yeah, he like, making other it's, plans, it's right? Exactly
2: right? I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of um, like, a lot of the anxiety that pervades through people comes through living in the future. Yeah, comes through like absolutely. living through these, you know, well and it's hard because you want to be a prepared right. individual you know what i'm saying if you want to be like prepared yeah. you have to think about future events and you have to
1: and you're trained as a child right exactly you know think about, have to you think know, about your and future think that's, about
4: that's honestly one of my i think biggest strengths and flaws at the same time which course, is what i'm always thinking into the future Yeah. so like, you're always this prepared this has to get done so that this can happen so right. that we can get here and we can do this sure. and like so sometimes yeah. i get so I caught never up think i about don't the future. know to live in the
1: in the moment. The moment. Be present, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly and that's what that. I struggle with exactly. so long. Because you're like, you know, just yeah. have fun with it. But you're like, somewhere along the line, I got it in my own head. And like, so many people do that. But that could be anything you do, right? Yeah. And you get into fucking, in your own head. And you're like, I don't do anything. Then you just kind of be stagnant and don't move. And you're like, that's even worse. Yeah, It leads to paralysis. Absolutely. Cycle. It's
2: you guys
3: are saying like word for word shit that I was saying yesterday. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. That's it's
2: dope. exactly it's cool. the same. So wait, you're
0: saying you don't I, think about the future. I ever. think about the future. But it's, I don't like, I don't know, like for some reason I I really do. I live in the day. Like, I know subconsciously I'm working towards something. And I see so you guys have your passion. Like, you're right. a teacher, you're a musician, you're right. musicians. I'm in the restaurant business I've been in. I'm really good at it, but I'm really good at it because I've been doing it for 12 years. If you did anything for 12 years or however But you're long, passionate about it's it. It's not like right. I'm good at it and I like it you I don't, you I, don't don't feel hate I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. At the end of the day, you. Any decision you make is just the right decision because you, that's it. There's no choice. Like you already made the decision, so it's over with. You can't think about the decisions you made because they're done. Right. That's, the so that's a great thing. Absolutely, sure. like,
5: it's hard to break the perception of time right. because it. It's an illusion, technically. So there is no past, no future, there's only now, right? The present is a gift.
2: So here's what I see with us, like a, not even us here, but as humans, yeah. we kind of chastise and are masochistic to ourselves. We beat the shit out of ourselves Absolutely. because of our do. human qualities.
1: Right. And it but it's, so, it it's okay
2: things. to be anxious. You're expected to be anxious. The, and what I always try to tell people is, it's cool to be depressed. It's fine to be fucking crazy. If you think crazy thoughts, like I want to go drown that motherfucker. Right now. Right, right. It's okay <laughs> to think that yes. thought. That's you're a fucking human. You're you're an animal at base, right? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. gotta remember. that. The thing is, don't follow the breadcrumb trail <laughs> because isn't that our greatest quality? Is being redemptive? Is mm-hmm. being able to be like, yeah, I was a piece of shit yesterday, but right. today I overgrazed right. that. I'm a hero. Like, no, I know. I know it. It. Yeah. yeah, a couple minutes ago I was a fucking jerk off. I'm try better. You know what yeah. I'm trying to knowing better. Knowing is half right. the battle. It's, yeah. Great, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's It's our best quality. Yeah. Then we yeah.
3: have the tendency to self sabotage, like, and it's like Graham mm-hmm. green, destructors. We just did it to watch the shit burn.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: fucking yeah, man. Are we programmed fear? to automatically think the worst? And well, it's fear.
1: Yeah, yeah. you're program you're you're programmed to see everything instead of looking at everything as a snake, right? Sticks are snakes in the wild, right? Yeah. Because if you put t- pick up the wrong thing, you're gonna get bit. Yeah. Causing, it's you know what I mean? Causing effect so man. We've that's how you're programmed. You're programmed to walk a, a very th- fine line, right? yin, You
3: want to hear yin yin and the yang for me today? I'm. Um, Reading about zero point energy and yeah. Buddhism, and then I'm googling how to find people from their license plate for this guy that
1: I want to murder. <laughs> so I <he> can murder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and That's the balance he of the <laughs> He did. He
4: came home and he's like, <laughs> how "I paid three dollars. Know. I can pay three dollars
3: uh-huh.
4: and find this motherfucker." I'm
3: like, "Oh my god." Seriously,
0: <laughs> seriously you would have throw a staffle ball a glass now in
2: his face. Listen, man. We're animals at base. Yeah. Bro. So we all have these feelings inside of us where, you know, sometimes you want to fucking... Yeah, and yeah, that's <laughs> you, okay. You want to yeah. lash out. Yeah. And it's fine to have that feeling. I think, like, dude, there'll be... I'll have conversations with people, and at least three times during the conversation, I think about punching them. Yeah. I'm gonna start
3: an Instagram that's just like, well, turn my grampy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. But this guy looks like my dentist as a child. He mm-hmm. has a mustache and glasses on. Like, this guy is not a your de- What warrior. was your dentist then? Um, Fuck, something's looking Jewish. Some <laughs> guy. I forget
1: what it was. Back uh, into uh, you know, the symbol of fire. And it, this quote ties into exactly what we were uh, talking about. It's from uh, Casey Hopkins' book. It's called The Nothing and Everything Equation. And she said, uh, what you think is your path is not your path. What you know is your path is where you are standing. Direction is not a choice, but a practice and I think that's the whole thing that we're talking that's, about that's,
2: that's about the
1: balance of your whole path and on this journey is really the practice it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning is how do you practice to see the setting of your life and the places of your life and the things that you do at your in your life from a different perspective when you're facing the depressions or the anxiety or the fear or all these things are overwhelming towards you or you kind of self-doubt yourself or your self-talk turns into kind of you know reflecting on your worst self how do you kind of learn to see things different and it's how do you learn to be in that moment yeah. and kind of practice to see things different I think
2: it's like you have to train your brain man like that's really what it is you have to train your brain to to allow yourself to go through these things like if you're depressed man it's okay to be depressed and maybe if it's a couple days like cool but it what we tend to do is again we're we're, we're these masochists like we I don't know if it's society or if it's internal, but we tend to have like a wicked voice inside of us where you're like, you're a piece of shit. Like you tell That's yourself that stuff. That. We do it all the time. You eat food and then you're like, I'm a fat piece of shit. I shouldn't have done this, Persian, I shouldn't have done right? that. Yeah. You go out and hang out with a girl that you shouldn't have hung out with and, and bang banger. I right. shouldn't have done that, I'm a piece of shit. Right. And you self-loathe the next day you know instead what? of just going, listen, this is, is this is a product of who I am. Let me not. Look at it as good. Don't put a value on it as good, bad, or indifferent, whatever the fuck it is. Look at it as a lesson. What can I learn from this? If I don't want to repeat this, if I don't want this cycle to be something that's pervasive in my life, and something that is constantly going, I want to step out of the cycle, what can I learn from it? Because that's yes. the only way to break a cycle you know, is to exactly, learn what that's, cycle that's you're that's
4: in. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it See your all, patterns, come, it all comes yeah. down to awareness. And that's why, you Absolutely. know, you keep saying, like, it's okay be to walk. be depressed. It's okay to be fucked up right, a little, the Right, to feel feelings. It's, feelings. It's it's okay because you're it's gonna. Perfect, it's inevitable yeah. that we are going to feel these things because we are. It's not occupied, only inevitable. It's it. it's so, integral
2: to the human condition. You're not exactly. human if you don't. Yeah. If you don't feel these things, you're. A so, I mean, you're still human, but you have aspects of, of being a sociopath mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You're so supposed the to feel is to stuff is use it like as that. an
4: awareness tool to be aware yeah, of it. Life's right. a great point. Uh, to keep you on track right. instead of a tool to yourself down and like you said the next day i'm a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like we were it's, talking it's about all with, about state of mind it's, and, and it's all and state of mind. perspective
2: and, and, and it goes back to breaking down per- the perspective perception
4: that shit is hard
2: that, that govern- <laughs> very different <laughs> perspective and perception governs <laughs> everything you know yeah. but it's like exactly. we were talking about with, with, with screw last week about the Tao and shit like that right like, mm-hmm. that's one of the teachings of the Tao is that life is neither bitter nor sweet yeah. but it's the teacher of lessons Same. you have to you have to be able to look at life or look at your life at least and analyze it and learn from it, and say, you know, if you're like, fuck, I'm so pissed that I did X, Y, or Z. To be able to not just beat yourself up and be like, oh, and complain about the problem, but be like, all right, I did it, cool, it's done. How do I not repeat that again? Yeah. How do I become aware in my life so that I can be comfortable, but also aware of the shit Here's that's going on, so I don't repeat the Simple thing anymore. I started doing
3: this week. I it's hard thing to a do. I got a little board on the fridge, and I wrote down. Uh, no alcohol. Elliptical. Perfect. Uh, right. Job slash music up. Like, uh, we treat each other well. Right. And then I got a like, green, yeah. Kindness, green, right. green yeah. and a red marker, and I check <laughs> so what I did it. right and wrong each day. Yeah. So I have That's a visual awesome. representation. Of, I want to have more green. You, here's your, your goal, red right? One. You yeah. spoke yeah. it into existence. And into now, of course, my fucking, right. fucking just the way I am, the way my brain talks to me is that yeah. everything has to be green or you're a fucking failure. Yeah. Which it's like she's like, it's, it's cool, you know, yeah, if you man. get like three green checks, yeah. That's yeah,
4: pretty like good. you and, can't get yeah, zero to honor yeah. it overnight. Like it's it's you, a yeah. process, not perfection. Yeah. The Absolutely.
2: end goal is the now goal, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know hey man, what I'm saying? Like, all those shortcuts. You know what I'm saying? Every one of us in here would want all green checks. Like it's pretty much yeah. like a kindergartner would get it. No, it's my classroom the same thing. It's like
1: book it pizza. All right, so I wanna, uh, we're going to go into the song a little bit. And uh, give me the title of the song.
3: Uh, it's Zero Point The Quest for Fire. Zero Point fire.
1: The Quest for Fire. And at the end of your verse, you tab in stereo, tab goes second. And I'm going to quote his verse here. He says, Never call, never stay in touch. Never talk, never say in much. Never at fault, never paying up. Never fold, never take enough. Never stop, never give it up. And you're like, and a lot in the beginning of your verse there is exactly what I'm talking about is like, it's so easy not to follow anything you want to do. It's so easy just to kind of give up on everything and then never kind of just like you kind of be, you're okay in your own personal life. That's all of us. Yeah. You know well, what that, I mean? With the nevers.
3: That's all about me and my yeah. people.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying that that, yeah. that speaks to everyone in volume because yeah. if you don't want to follow that fire symbol, if you don't want to find the feathers in your life, if you don't want to look at things differently, mm-hmm. you're always going to get stuck in the negative, the never, Yeah. you know? So I just wanted to kind of start there. I want, yeah, I, want, and what you I were love think-
2: that part of his verse. Yeah, I and
1: what it. you were thinking about kind of when you were crafting that? See, the whole thing, I'm just going through what could
2: be
3: a cloud of dark thoughts and kind of what that journey takes you through. So, I mean, for me, it's usually like two or three days or something like that. But, I mean, from listening to other people and stuff, I started looking at, like, weather patterns where... You know, it's not gonna be a permanent mind state. So that's where I pull most of my, when I'm writing a lot is usually when there's a lot of shit on my mind. So it's like, like you said, a blessing and a curse. Like it's where a lot of the deep, crazy concepts and thoughts come from, but at the same time, it's like, I'd rather just not feel like that, to be honest, but it happens, so write about it. And uh, you know, the end part, never call, never stay in touch, that's just getting older. With friends, with family members, all that shit. It's right? funny, too, because when I heard that, yeah. the first time I heard that line,
1: man, like one of my friends I grew up with I haven't talked to in a while, and made me just like just reach out and just send yeah. him a text. You're like, well, yeah, why don't I fucking yeah. talk to these because some people you know what? sometimes, there's, there's, right? Well, it's
2: so amazing yeah. with what he's doing because he's, again, what, what we do with this project, man, he's speaking for himself. Yeah. He's talking about himself. This yeah. is yeah. personal sure. shit to him. He's looking at himself like, <laughs> I could be a better friend to people. Because we all fucking think oh, that. We all man. are fucking 100%. like, that. I could be a better, all of us could be better friends to each other, a hundred percent, you know? Absolutely. But the way he starts it is around
1: here, we, right? We, so he says the way, yes. Yeah. He's fucking talking, he's talking about, about everybody. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's where he's like, yeah.
2: Everybody, he's talking about fucking all of us. Absolutely. Everybody, not only us here, but everybody around here, around this fucking planet. This is right. what we're doing. Around here, we ain't really doing it. Around this world, we're not. Around we're not doing right? much. You think we're like none like, of don't us do? Any. You're not the only yeah, one. Yeah. Nobody does, and you're and you're very lucid in the fact at the end of that. And those are those concise statements, whereas they appear very simply put because they sound they're so rhythmic and they're so simply digested. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I get that. I get that. But they're fucking profound. That's some profundity on top of profundity. That yeah. shit is really, really profound, and it's it says a lot again to this album because that's what I feel like. This song was like the third one we recorded, I think, right? Yeah, one of the first ones. It's one of the first ones. It it, it's, it helped define. Like we did, Divine Spark first. And that was just me and him doing a concept that was like really, you know, and it, it kind of set the tone, but what really gave the connective tissue to this was the second and third song, this being the third song, this shit kind of defined what where we were going to go with it, you know what I'm saying? Like this this type of yeah. vibe, you know, and, and I feel like- You his, went deeper into yourself. Um, not only, but not for our sake. Right. That's what I, you know, it, 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 what I was telling Larry before, like this is not for us. As much as it is, and that's yeah. what's the be- it, This is, this is the first project I've been a part of that's perfectly balanced in that sense. Where it's as much for me as it is for other people. I feel when I when I listen to it, I am enriched by it. Not because I'm like, "Listen to me rap," because yeah. that's just like fucking masturbation.
1: No, right. like listening to your own songs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's I'm
2: enriched because I the music is so necessary to me. Yeah. I feel so connected to it. And it's I don't listen to it as shit I made. It's I listen and to so it as, these a, as a conversations
3: listener. have become part of it and have become yeah. I don't know. The album is like this living, breathing thing. And then when I sit down here with you guys, yeah. and you know me and her are like laughing because it's like you guys are saying the exact fucking things that I was talking about yesterday in a private conversation. Because it wasn't just on a grand scale.
2: We're vibrating then, you know, together. Yeah. Like we're all on, lot on the shit. same yeah. trajectory.
1: Yeah. It's the trial. <laughs> Let me keep going through. So yeah, go here. through your
3: lines there. Um, I'll just skip to never at fault, never yeah. paying up. Um, that's just never really wanting to take responsibility yeah, for, you for your actions and take a real long look in the mirror and see the flaws and imperfections that you just used whatever mechanisms to avoid or escape from. And never paying up is not really so much a monetary thing but like a karmic thing. And you have to pay for the negative shit that you put out there. Yeah. And that you surround yourself with.
2: And you gotta, you gotta pay the pipe. We COD. saw, we saw a, a
3: psychic the other day at the Winfield Carnival. Okay. And um, Did the psychic have a name? I don't remember. Uh, and but one of the things she said, she kinda freaked me out. I brought it up on the on the Cypher circuit shit for a minute, but like, shouts to Cypher Circuit. One of the things she said was, like, you know, you paid back a lot of your karmic debt, which I was just like, good, because
2: I've been trying. Hands yes. up emojis. Hands <laughs> yeah. up emojis. Whatever, but I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm
3: just saying. That's that's kind of what I mean in never paying up and, and yeah. not really like I it's, have it's the accountability it's yeah.
2: the accountability for your it's, life it's, it's, so none of us are accountable right how yeah. many of us are really going like yeah I did that you know me as myself I'm trying to be a bridge builder I want to bridge out to people but then you meet the rest of society and you see how they interact and it's like are these bridges worth building
1: yeah.
2: that's a scary thought yeah. I don't want to have that thought because as a bridge builder your job is to bridge, build a bridge right. I just want a bridge to be yeah. and then you get there and you're like Ugh. I like it here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did I build this one out of wood so I could yeah. light this motherfucker on fire. fire? You know what I mean? Like, is that is that, you know, and I don't want to be thinking that way, man, but we need to work on that as human beings, I feel. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Mostly, man, you have to work on, like, your judging of people. Like, that shit is fucking, I feel like right. we all do This it. critical
1: mind all the time, I right?
2: try not to, when people, like, ask me, if someone asks me, like, what do you think about X, Y, or Z? I'll take a, before I even speak, I'll take a moment, take a deep breath, speak Because I want to make sure what I'm putting into those words is positive energy. Because I feel like that's where a lot of the the negativity that pervades in society it comes from the way we communicate to each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Little things. But it's
3: like the only mind you can change is your own, and like yeah. if you want to change the world, you just have to change. Right. That's You're the Gandhi. Really? That's the Gandhi line, right? You change yeah.
2: the change you want to see in the Man world. in the mirror.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Let me talk about the, uh, the beginning of your verse here. Uh, I'm going to quote your verse. Uh, Live from another life. Uh, I took the easy way to a, to a rougher night, ran a dozen lights, Try to reason with my inner demons, but they want to fight. Like, here's this kind of, you know... Visualize of you kind of coming from a different place, right, and then kind of running all these lives and kind of maybe even living kind of easier when we're kind of a young kid, not taking everything as serious. And that's well, it's it's, cool because it's. it's, it's,
2: I write a lot of double entendre shit. Like a lot of my bars, and people probably don't even notice it. The cool part about that live from another lifeline is the real. So that has to do with me rising from the ashes of my past life, yeah. past relationships, the fucked up shit I did, the depression I came from. But the cool double entendre to it was the way the song st- this song actually came to be was Tab, Absolutely. He sends me just a shit ton of beats, so just send me a bunch of stuff. Like, about am like, yo, check your email, you got fucking 47 beats in it or whatever. And this just had a hook on it. And that's it. Like the- He didn't even know if we were gonna use it or whatever. And I had originally wrote almost like a singing part, the first eight bars of my verse was like singing.
1: And I recorded
2: it and I sent it to him and he's like, yeah, all right, that's cool, let's try it. We went and we went to the brick window, we recorded it that way. He even tried to like do a rough mix of it and he was like, he didn't even say nothing. He let me, he let it just like go in my brain and I was like, I was like, I don't know if I'm liking this. He's like, why are you try and write something else? Now, traditionally, I'm not a rewriting type of person. I don't rewrite verses yeah. necessarily. Never in my life have I had to, because I've always felt like my verse was the dopest on anything I've ever done. I've never had to fucking question if it yeah. was or whatever. And he was like, Yeah, why don't you rewrite it? And I thought about it and I was like, oh shit. And then I was like, Yeah. Yeah, why why don't I burn that shit to when the was ground? The first- it was like live from another. La, oh yeah, another,
0: a little
1: different. Yeah, la, yeah. La, it was
2: me trying to sing. So here's the pro, You know, the, the gift and the curse of working with someone like him is he's so melodic. Yeah, he sparks thanks, a lot of the blues essence that I get from my father right. in me. So I start writing hook ideas and writing melodies, but I'll try to incorporate them. in I don't have the voice for it, but I'll try to, I try, and so this was me trying to make that work out, right? So he didn't even, he wasn't chastising. was nothing. He just like let it rock for a minute. And he knew, I think he had the trust that I was gonna come around and be like, nah, this is not as dope. Cause his verse was so dope. Stuck in the web, I am the spider too. Like just the way it flowed. And I was like, oh man, this is so good. I was like, my shit sounds horrible next to it. Yeah. Horrible. It's just, I'm not feeling it. So. I I went back and I rewrote it. So if you think about it, the first shit is live from another life. It's me creating another life to the That's verse, yeah. to the song. So I'm like, live from another life, I took the easy way to the, so, and then I'm commenting on myself. I took the easy way to the rougher nights is just yeah. fucking talking about like, I took the expressway to all the trouble I got into, man. That's I didn't cool. fucking, I didn't, I didn't get in the right lane and go 40 miles an hour <laughs> right. behind get fucking off the people. Exit, right? yeah. I got on the expressway and went as fast as I could into the trouble, man. You know, I ran the dozen lights. That's yeah. that, and you know what I'm saying? so. That's what I was touching on in the beginning of the verse. That's the essence that I felt from it. Not only that, but it was, his chorus was really driving what I was writing, man. When he's, you know, you know, he's like talking about the dark years and how they gave you bright ideas. It's like, I was thinking about like, yeah, man, like you have to appreciate the darkness, right? So as kids, we're scared of the dark. whereas kids, were like, "Absolutely, mommy, put the nightlight on or whatever mm-hmm. it is." You know, and you and you learn. We're taught to be scared of it. Even in the Bible, they talk about the darkness and right, The light, yeah. It's ingrained in us to be scared of it, man. And until you can accept the darkness within yourself and the darkness that 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 life has projected onto you and realize that you can be a piece of shit. Going back to what we were talking about. Right. And you, the and darkness and
4: find the feather within and all of it. And, and right, find and the right, feather within that shit. Them, right. and I just wanna say, Craig, but like I thank you for sharing that. it's yeah, yeah. right. like yeah. it it made me reminisce yeah. about certain things. It was amazing. It's into perspective. The
1: perspective was just, because, and yeah. I, I thank you guys, I said that yeah, to, I to both of you. Yeah, any of that, man. That was yeah, fun. but the perspective was like, yo, when you struggle with something inside, and like, how do you just like, get it out? And you guys gave me the opportunity to fucking get on a fucking verse, and they're like, damn, man, I remember when I was fucking 12 years old, writing my first fucking verses, and like, it was fun. Like, where did it come in my mind yeah. that it wasn't funny anymore? that I have to like impress somebody, thing, right. or that I have to be a certain character, or I have to fit into a certain mold? I think I was saying that on the last one about a lot of young MCs or a lot of young musicians. It's like, something that Dave Grohl said was great. He was like, yo, you know like you know what advice for uh, a bunch of kids are? Find three buddies, go into your garage and fucking play really bad. Invite your friends over and play really bad for them. And then the next week, play a little bit better. Yes. You know what I mean? And do it because you love it. And the same thing with the MCs, like, yo, if you're in a cypher, if you're battling some Dude, it, man. do it and have fun with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't leave take it, it. Leave
2: it on the field. Jimmy. Right. That's, that's the most important Absolutely. Thing.
1: But have fun with the process of the whole thing. Well, because well, one day well, you're, you're going to get older and you're like, hey, look at all the self-doubt. I should be a certain person in a certain you, game for everybody else. You just, hit it, else. You you just hit it on
2: the head because that's that journey is the, you know, the journey is right. the no. reward concept yeah. if you think about it. Because if you, if you can train your mind to fall in love with the process, yeah. you're not worried about it. Right. How insane is it boring. that we live
3: in a world where the place where you can get dopamine, corporations can sell ad space? Absolutely, mm-hmm.
1: it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Like Instagram, Facebook, shit like that. Like you, we, we were talking about uh, about that with Screw when he says, "Hey, you're driving down the highway and it says all this negative Shut stuff." Or where to go? Yeah, saying. with the billboards, it's like it, same. You can't. You don't have a billboard that says, "Yeah, I'll be humble" or something like that. So, like, there's
2: not. Listen, man. The sad it's, it's reality. Sad of, like the that. sad reality of a lot of this is that. No world's gonna give it to us. There's not a world that we can create that can give it us.
0: That 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 uh, you it depends told me. on what you're looking for, though. Exactly, because the people in because finance are making tons of money and are doing blow all the time. They're happy as shit. Maybe, get to, but they're, but, maybe. But
1: people, what, do they <laughs> <from>? what <laughs> are they escaping? <laughs> what are they escaping for? The time they're happy. Why
0: exactly. do they need that money? Why do but they need but
2: that?
1: They're that not money? having these conversations.
4: Wait, I, I like this is giving me Jump a segue right now to get into it. if you don't mind talking yeah, about it, ahead. because you were talking about how ads like you know it releases dopamine right. in our you know we can have these apps and your uh, brain scanning imagery, oh, like that's more feedback. on the biological end of the actual yeah, so, functioning of the brain. Well, explain what it is. Yeah, so, yeah. You
0: explain know what it is first. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Basically, you go in for, I think, s- eight minutes or 16 minutes. You put a cap on, right? Right. And they put this gel on the shit, and, like, their senses are all over it. It's it, and non-invasive, so, like, it basically just sends, I think, electric waves or some shock shit. Wave. Yeah, shock is waves. Is it a
2: functional MRI? Yeah. Is it Like, Outside, an, like a scan? Or is it an EEG, like an uh An electro
0: um, electrodes. It reads the energy that each sensor is giving off. Yeah. Okay. I think
4: it's an EEG. EEG. EEG yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: So like you sit there, you sit there with your eyes open, and you stare at a dot. You sit there with your eyes closed and stare at a dot, right? A dot. A dot on the wall, uh-huh. and it reads your brain of like what's firing when your eyes are closed and what's firing when your eyes are open, and it reads your beta, theta, theta, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, beta their, waves, yeah.
0: And then it, and then the computer prints out a report of what it you it thinks you need. So then you what go. What do you mean? Like you mean? Like each what what needs to fire or some shit. Like you put on headphones and glasses and you watch something for half an hour. I watch Black Mirror. I thought you're staring so, at a dot. Not anymore, now you're past they're the They're just diet. getting the, they're, they're
1: uh... <laughs> like a baseline. Yeah, they're yeah. giving you the baseline. It was called a, uh... Scan. Start with the dot? Yeah, start with the it dot was, during the scanning called, uh, period. Yeah, yeah. That, that gives you the
0: baseline, baseline. It's
4: you know, like, you like a... then different stimuli yeah. to
0: watch, and it No, it, no it. then you just pick whatever you want. So you're watching Black Mirror? I'm watching Black Mirror. Okay. And, uh, basically, like, I guess... I don't know, I guess when my, like, because I went for anxiety, so, like, when my anxiety got too much for no reason, the glasses would go, like, black, and, like, the sound would go off. And, like, and then when you calm down, it would go back on. Just from watching the show? Just in general, while you're sitting there, because it's happening while you're sitting there. The show means nothing. I, I just picked it because no, I thought it was be anxiety. I mean, anxiety. you become anxious? I... Automatically, that's that's what like anxiety disorder is. Like you just kind of become like anxious for no reason or like so, without
4: a trigger. Yeah.
1: yeah so what, so talk about that though. Like I was like like I've definitely somebody who's like struggled with anxiety at times. So like where? Yeah. Is that? I didn't know I had anxiety that in I your thought, life. I thought I just had depression
0: into. from my mom. Yeah. But turns out like I guess a lot of times it's just. My brain is always firing anxiety. Right, and it, anxiety. Goes, it goes fast, Yeah, right? it's always firing anxiety, which causes everything else to just kind of overload. Right, so like, your fight or flight is definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. overly stimulating. So just either this like... fight or flight's always on. on yeah, yeah, absolutely. It kind of just uh, comes on intermittently. I mean, I don't know if it completely helps, but like ever since I did it, I've been... You is, know, is there I, talk therapy little, as well
1: with that, or you're just... What's, no, you're no. just watching.
2: Is it only in stressful situations or is it, it generalized to old situations? Um, yeah, I don't so really
3: I have wondering. I don't know. Well, for, for so me you're saying yeah. while you're sitting there watching Black Mirror, how many times are the glasses going dark? It depends. Huh?
0: Sometimes I was tired, so sometimes, like, I did it in the morning, so that kind of fucked it up a little bit, maybe. But, like. But uh, you
3: would normally feel anxious within. No, you
0: know? like, it's not about. It's just, like, your brain is firing the, like too much, I guess. From a certain stimulus. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah.
3: All right. So you're, it's not about what you're feeling. It's no. about what's going on yeah. in your head, okay?
2: Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like your mind doesn't like pack things away where they're yeah, supposed to go. It yeah, kind yeah. of just like takes it all on and like gets overwhelmed. I,
0: I fucks with.
2: I like it. I, I think <laughs> it's like I fucks with. Right? <laughs> Larry Downers I fucks, fucks with, with that shit. I fucks um, with that shit. You so fucked with yeah, what? Twenty hours. You know, 20, twenty hours.
0: No, no, you do. no, twenty sessions maybe. Twenty sessions. And that's but uh, an so no talk
1: therapy at all. On there. Uh, no. no, I didn't do yeah. it.
0: No. Um,
1: Is there but, music involved?
0: Yeah.
5: No, you watch like just a visual. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. can you like just pick music? Is that like a separate thing or you,
0: you had to? to. Uh, I didn't. Ask. It has to be
5: visual as well.
0: I
1: didn't ask. Okay. They told me to uh,
0: pick a show on Netflix or a DVD. That'd be it. if you do it again, you should
1: ask. So after your twenty hours, how do you? What do you feel through this process? Like, what do you feel for for uh, things in? Are you, feeling uh, are you feeling better?
0: I don't know. I, I maybe mean, it was just placebo, and it was just like i Was there a process
1: where you started feeling better, or was it? You
0: uh, know? no, but. Uh, it's kind of like not. It's not like an extreme like change, but it's like a gradual thing. And they said it lasts forever. So yeah. when when did you do this? Uh, in
1: November. So how do you feel now? About I've, I've been great. Do you, I don't feel, know. you feel there was a change. Uh, but
0: maybe it's just me, cause I got in shape. I started eating right. I right. take and care that, of that myself. Could be a so, well, you're a total. You're. We're, you know, yeah. That's you how, know, how we operate. At the time, like I was, you know, I was just going through some shit and. Uh, I decided to get on a journey of happiness, and yeah. you know that's kind of where I started. I just kind of started there and worked my way through. It. So then, so. what was next after that for
1: you?
0: Nothing. I think. I mean, obviously, everybody's always gonna have episodes of like. You know, depression.
1: These are these negative. Like, but like,
0: it's. I don't think I haven't had such a, a bigger roller coaster. I guess I don't know. Never but it has anxiety, watched.
1: like hurt in other aspects, like relationship. Like, oh, you know, it definitely hurt me in like oh, so yeah, many, so many yeah, different yeah, aspects, yeah, and not even it's just like no, male-female relationships. I'm talking it's about work normal, relationships or all everything. You know, at the
0: end of the day, right? Isn't it the situation you put yourself in? So at the end of the day, if you put yourself in a good, happy situation all the time. Chances you having these episodes if you're like really fucked up, right? You know they'll decrease, right? You know if you're really fucked up, you're still gonna get like depression. Then you need help. But if like you put yourself in a happy, good situation that you're living prosperously. I'm pretty sure more times than or not, you're gonna be happy. You're, but
1: That's an interesting thing is like, how do you come to that point where you're like, yeah, I want to go do something, something different. Like, where's your symbol there? Like to go try uh, to find yeah, something like, different. One yeah. of the
3: common questions we ask, what well, I was hounding Greg for last time is like that moment that you're like, cause you're, you got into like, yoga. Yeah, you where got do you have come Rondas, into this you moment? You got into all that shit. Yeah. yeah. You know? Was it, was, was like, that way was back? In nature? You know? Was there something in, in yeah, your I mean, regular life? That was life?
0: like, that you yeah, know, so- I, st- I just started doing yoga and I, it was kind of like the beginning of like, holy shit, like happiness is pretty cool. You know, I'm really like healthy and doing yoga and reading all this like different material I've yeah. never learned. And like, yeah, right? just kind of stuff that I was ignorant towards and I just didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, but as you read, it never lasts. Yeah, you know, it kind well, of. Well, that's what's dope like, because like, you were touching it. on
2: placebo before. You said something about placebo, and that's what all of this shit is. It's all placebo. Oh sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's what you think about it. Yeah. That's but that's but what, what this no, stuff what is. What even
3: brought you like?
0: Yeah, yeah I feel that, around around that shit, or
3: like you're saying, you're already doing yoga and already made this. Yeah, shit. I was already like,
0: I already became aware of Ramdas like a few months back actually, and. Uh, I started looking into it, but I didn't understand it. And then once I saw Krishna Das, it f- came full circle and I understood it. And uh, now wow. I was able to comprehend it and take it in. And then that's where I was like, this is, you know, it's all it is. is you know, it's crazy because uh, Taboo and I kind of had a moment at uh, Duncan Trussell where we're standing uh, kind of by ourselves. Everybody had a little uh, row and uh, they're talking about something. I don't even know what they're talking about. And I. Uh, wanted to go up uh, and talk about ego because I, I remember a podcast before Duncan's era just talk about you know death to ego Right. you know that's the most important thing it, you know, kind of you, everybody has an ego no matter what and a lot of people have a bigger ego everybody knows who has a bigger ego everybody knows who kind of has uh, you know it, whatever it is what it is but like ego plays a very intricate part of you know who you are as a person. Yeah, it's how stories like you tell something. yourself. Absolutely. And you know if you can kind of control it. No one, you're never going to squash it. You're never going to kill it. I guess a lot of these guys kill their ego, and they're these happy-go-lucky, but. As Paulie said last podcast, you can't be a monk with a nine to five.
1: But when you start reading some more of this philosophy, is that kind of shaping where you're going further to make these choices? Like, hey man, you know what? I'm looking at myself, t- like I was saying, like, yo, I was looking at myself for a long time a certain way, and then eventually, there starts to come these moments where you're like, yo, I gotta let all these scales just fall from me and kind of look at myself. And for me, it was a lot of different stuff. It's music, it's literature, it's a lot of stuff, but was, was that some of that Eastern philosophy a little bit more of a eye opener for yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely-
0: a Was time that that time fire time. experience um, a little bit? Yeah, I mean, during those couple months where I was like really into it, it was just like, holy shit, this is crazy. But like, it's it's funny because Asuri, you know, especially like Ramdos, he's telling you like that's all he was searching for is like. Happiness, like that—that that feeling all the time. Like yeah. that's what his constant drug use and LSD. Right, and, and he's always trying to chase it, the he high. He's always right? trying to chase yeah. the high. And like for those couple months, like I had a little high though. It was yeah. cool. Like you know, it was like, and I know. It's a great point. Yeah. And and I was talking to somebody about it, and I'm like, and um, you know similar, you know, similar beliefs. And I was talking to them about, it, and I was saying how like it kind of lasted a few months. You know, kind of went away. I know it'll come back next time. and It'll be longer and better, and like more understood and comprehensive. And uh, they're like, you know. That's a great way of thinking, but at the end of the day, like, it can come back into tragedy as well, like, yeah. think about that, where it's like, you know, you find yourself digging into it again when tragedy happens, so it's right. like, you know, I didn't I mean, I think about that, it's just like, it can come back either way, No, it the honest. other side of the coin. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, how, so how have you changed those for the past? Oh, last I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I, what do you know, think a couple things have been?
0: There's been a trickle down of all of it, I guess, I've, I've definitely... You know, at 32, I'm in the mm-hmm. best shape mentally and physically I've ever been in, like, in way more than 20s. I mean, we had fun in the 20s. Yeah. Uh, Even your
1: William Patterson days? <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Larry Diamond had some, you know, William Patterson.
0: I've lived a lot of lives.
1: Yeah, which so I'm let's, let's
0: do, like, an introduction.
1: I'll probably
3: put this before the, uh, the other shit we just talked about, like... People that don't know, Larry was one of the first people that I came up with. That you got when you guys
1: meet? How old are you when you guys?
3: Were? We met in Little League. Yeah,
1: uh, like, are really you were a, Andrew was a pitcher. Oh, as, as oh, well, as yeah, he was good pitcher. Pitcher and the catcher, huh? He was throwing sliders. <laughs> he oh, was throwing sliders. Uh, well, you played what? First base. Ah, uh, your first base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was power hitter. Oh, well, you were power hitter, young power hitter. Oh,
3: yeah. shit! From there, we were friends yeah. throughout high school. Um, I don't think music was too big of a thing. Are you serious, serious in CD? music in high
1: school or not? Like yeah, where, you you came out of the I was CD. one
3: of the first kids with a CD burst. So yeah. I had like. So, I'm you were a man. So you were the guy making the mixtapes. Todd right? so oh, well, oh, was making mixtapes. So, I had logos. You were selling I had them? fucking things. That's I had, had, had Nex and, and Rawway, Linden. Awesome. Drug
0: dealer. Bear Share 6.
1: And he was Bear Share 6. Yeah. 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 Bear no, that was was no, no. He was just This kid was supplying all the fucking northern Jersey with the CDs. That was it. And you were a big Twister fan, Larry Diamond, Oh, my God. So, somewhere along the line,
3: to I went from making the mixtapes to. I was actually recording some freestyle yeah. and doing shit like that of my own and then using the same kind of filtration system and sneaking some of those onto the mixes or doing shit like that. Yeah. That's how it kind of started. So out. you
1: guys are from Roselle, which is in central Jersey, here Union County. You went to where Roselle Catholic was. Was there a music scene there when your high school came Yeah, out? there
3: was. There was actually a big uh, battle scene we battled after class or at lunch. <laughs> uh, was Larry Diamond originally a rapper at any time? No, uh, oh. I did write a battle verse for uh, one. Did they they you kick the battle verse
0: lunch for Yeah,
1: MC he killed too. Did he win? Yeah, yeah. all right, Diamond. because you could have the paper. You can yeah, the paper. you could read the paper. Yeah. That was a rule. Yeah, where Larry you became right. involved yeah. in it. So I Probably be,
2: after high school. Larry's be, energy, man. Larry's energy. I, I tried, tried to be uh,
3: no, a manager, manager. manager. So, you I wanted to be a try. manager of, uh, yeah. you
1: had your own uh, record label at the time? It like, was just me and him. Yeah, well, yeah, what's the name of the record label? Uh, for the Sparkway. it was going to be Sparkway, Spark then
3: I think we did
1: Six was six, six String. Six, that was what Renegade was. Renegade at the time. Renegade was formerly known as Renegade. His album was Prince of New Jersey. What is that on Sparkway? We didn't have anything
3: to do with that. You're on the background just holding a guitar,
1: though. So, if you look at Shouts to Ren. Uh, Ren, Ren, we will have him on a podcast soon. But Andrew he <laughs> did some. Yeah. Andrew is standing yeah, behind Ren with his guitar. And I ask Ren every maybe once a week. Why? Why is Tab on the back of that guitar? And he's like, I don't know, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. Was I on? Songs? I don't know if you are, but you're in the I back holding so. your guitar. I think You so. still have that guitar, That's so shouts to that guitar. One, hopefully, right? Yeah, I gotta be on something. I think I played guitar. I think, I so. guitar I think guitar you might. Yeah, and then you did. when well, that, that went way. into <laughs> <Yes>. Kenny Chang and <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I imagine those when days. When Dead Poets,
3: or even before Dead Poets started, I was starting I was doing. You were doing films, starting right? doing shows, yeah. Like Don Hills in, in yeah. New York
1: oh. and uh Sobs. Yeah. yeah. out to Don Hills, Hills man. I good. would rent
0: tour, tour. buses to the city
1: for these shows. but you were big. You went fucking it really <laughs> so you showed were you were how big. to do it. Perception <laughs> was big yeah. time. Yeah. Is what we were like
0: we were like twenty one. I was like perceptions reality. Tour buses fuck out You know yeah. what? You know what, Larry? Not much has changed since
2: then. Yeah.
3: Cause I'm uh, just trying to give my MySpace out. Oh, that
1: was so great.
5: Just... MySpace.com uh, MySpace. <laughs> slash T A B. Another. <laughs> whatever the fuck it uh, was. Don Darko. D O N D A R K Zero.
3: Not an
0: O. The whole bus was just smoked <laughs> out. Wow. Red oh, Thomas oh. broke the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Renegade yeah. broke the. Uh, toilet was,
1: and... Uh, uh, we had a personal That was driver. the fr- Alright, so. how? Alright, you're a very uh, important part, though, because Red mm-hmm. Thomas. A.K. Renegade, Renegade, and Tab, yeah. were in a group together called Dead Poets, but you are actually the catalyst who introduces them, tell me that story. It was uh,
0: Thanksgiving, uh, who knows, Ren was 18. Yeah, he probably was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ren was 18 with his boy. He was, was a boy. young baller. He <laughs> was
1: young a young baller,
0: and uh, Andrew was DJing. And, uh, at Crossroads? At go Crossroads, go on Thanksgiving, texting everyone to come, like an yes. asshole, like, no one's coming. <laughs> I was, like, thinking, <laughs> texted like every high there school friend we right? have, like, it was, I don't even know how many people came. Who knows? Hey, it was an A for effort.
3: But man. they wouldn't let us do hip hop shows there. So that's no. Why I would
0: DJ. shows. Okay. Really, I would DJ and
3: bring a mic, and then when no one was really paying attention anymore, I'd just start rapping to instrumentals because that's the way I would do, yeah. So yeah. So, uh, do a hip hop show. So uh. So I was passed on
0: CDs.
1: And Andrew and CDs. And yeah. CDs are his yeah, yeah. own The silver team. Like I got them
3: up in like. It was the silver team. Yeah. Silver. I've heard about this. I had to remember taking my truck up there and then giving this guy like one CD and like two, three hundred dollars to these Jamaican dudes and I'm just like, I'm never gonna see that money again. I guess I'll just sit here for an hour or two and hope they come back. And they came back with like a thousand CDs, two thousand CDs. No cover, just... That's short. awesome. They
1: That's great. Song
3: titles on them. Yeah. I'm like, shit.
1: Alright. You did, a, I think, a version of uh, Commons nine, nine, one nine nine? Oh, no, was oh, that was that. before that. that was before that, yeah. yeah. I heard still, about that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh Alright, so it's it. you're at Ink, Garwood. Ink,
0: Garwood and uh and I gave Ryan CD, I used to go out rap, you know, who knows if that was what he really said, but that sounds about right. Uh huh. <laughs> and uh because who knows what he <laughs> Uh We go outside and you know, everybody's smoking cigarettes. He was just still like on the turntables DJing, I think you and Nelson? Yeah. And uh shout to Nelson. Nelson shout was was DJ shout to Nelson Nelson. Nel uh, rock. Yeah, the man, Little Nose, uh, and uh, so he wraps me numbers, and he was like, Rem "I'm only yeah. 18, yeah. you know. And it was like, "Oh!" He was like, "I'm just kidding." I wrote that three years ago. He looks at me like, "Nah, dude." That was a classic <laughs> one. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know, he so what do you me. think about awesome. the first time you heard him? He Ray? was awesome. I mean, yeah. it's, it's right. He's awesome. He's yeah. a showman. He goes on stage with you. I think you guys start battling, oh, yeah, but then you just no, start doing he to battle
3: me. He's like, "That's the only way I'll buy a CD." And he's like, "There's no way I'm fucking buying a CD." fucking dude up there with flip-flops on the DJ. <laughs> yeah, man, like, <laughs> so I'm like, he comes it's up fair. and he's like, That's a fair observation. Right? I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to back Ren Thomas <laughs> yeah. on that yeah. one. Yeah. So he's like, you want to battle? And I'm like, nah, I don't really battle. I'll put some beats on you We can freestyle though. So we freestyled for like two hours in front of whoever was there. I would like, love to meet somebody who was there because that's like fucking... Awesome moment right there. Yeah. yeah. Did we know anybody who was history? No. Maybe Nelson. Nelson. Nelson, was Nelson there, yeah.
0: And uh, that was the first song we played. Ren was I love you.
3: Yeah. So then I played him some tracks in the in the car, and then we did the Kenny Chang shit, and it kind of like took off. We got a deal, I yeah. guess. Yes. There was a. Well, before we get into uh, all of that, that like what no brought you into like wanting to even be involved.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. alright, so you're a friend here, you and Andrew are friends, right? But, like, what's the next level to be involved just, in the um, vision of what Andrew's doing? You
0: know, obviously, I know nothing about, you know, the creative process of music or, you know, I know the creative process of music. Right, so like, you're I'm not, I'm I, not, I know, know you, are not, yeah. It's on. If yeah, yeah uh, no, it's just, I'm not a creative, like, I'm not a creative person. It's just yeah, not how yeah, my brain works. Just no, right. I'm just not, it is what it is. Yeah. And, uh, I just, you know, since we were young, he was always able to do things. That I'm just like, what the fuck yeah. is that? Like back when you start, first start recording with the three tapes and then layering second tape. Yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm just like, you know,
1: what? The creativity, yeah. Yeah. Right?
0: Brought you in a little bit, and um, and like as like we progressed, he just got better and better. I'm just like, yo, you you need to like I'm just I just wanted to help. I, I mean, I think friends are there. Everybody's a friend and should help their friend, yeah. right? At the end of the day, and at the time, like. For but what instance, do you think then, about
1: it yourself? That you thought that you could be that type of leader, though. I
0: don't know. I guess it's. Uh,
1: because you're a business owner now, you're a proprietor. You, yeah, you kinda uh, so it's not far fetched to say, Hey, yeah. when you're a young guy that you could you know, you had a business mindset. I think it's the ear for music maybe. No. You absolutely do. It's probably like, just wanting you're one, to be. Listen, a, listen, you're one of the better music fans I've ever met. Maybe yeah, just definitely. wanting to hey, yeah. listen man,
3: and he's I he, think so so so, 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 you yourself. So, so. Yeah, I think yeah, he does. This is so. what's yeah.
2: important. So so people like Larry, like he he wants to be a part of it. But he realizes that he's not a rapper, he's not whatever, so he does what he can do. He excels at. Yeah. A lot of people need to to take (laughs) out A lot of people nowadays are like, I'm gonna be everything, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do X, Y, or Z. And it's like Nah, man, just do what you do best. Like yeah. do that best, yes, you yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's that's where like the do it yourself. We all need that months. though. Yeah. Every
2: one of us needs that. Like that's of- why you with the podcast, no, the way right. you take this as like your your main thing. Like we need that because you know, Tab's doing so many things, I'm doing so no, many right. things. This 100%. isn't our main thing, but you know, it's, it's probably as where importance goes, it's gotta be at the top. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying, how I feel about it, but. You know, it's You're not just, something I focus on. Yeah,
3: you just time. kind of became yeah. the, the facilitator part of it. So yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like. I'm going with it because it works. Like yeah. you guide it where it needs to go. Yeah. Like, you make me talk about stuff that yeah. I wouldn't be like, uh, there's no way I'd get into. You know, and that's things.
1: funny. That's a cool yeah. point. Cause I think I've learned that from Larry though. I learned that I learned this to talk to the, like, like Andrew and Ren and a lot of guys I know because I watched Larry and Andrew and Andrew's backyard and how they kind of interacted. And I kind of picked up and if anybody who's ever kind of came through tabs backyard and made music or hung out, you start to realize like, yo, there's a little bit of how the dialogue works and I've, Learn watching how Larry is. And I learned from Larry's kind of interaction with Andrew of how to interact with Andrew. You know what I mean? When I meet Andrew, I don't really know Andrew from anywhere. But eventually, watching Andrew and Larry as friends, I learned how to to interact with Andrew. You know what I mean? So that's where eventually, you know, a lot of it. And a lot of this podcast starts off with just ideas of us you know, talking about it, but it goes back into Tad's backyard where we kind of talk, you know, yeah. for hours to six in the morning about every fucking topic that you could kind of come up with, from politics to music to dinosaurs, fucking the dinosaurs, to the Jesus, the fucking squ- uh, show squirrels, the to fucking show me the bones. <laughs> That's to where fucking all the song everything.
3: ideas and titles came from.
1: Yeah. You know, so
3: like even just doing this podcast now, like, brings that back where you talk about shit and yeah. then you just like, you know, we always do this where it's just like. Write shit down
5: in the notebook. It's document like, documented. i got to like, write that down. Somebody said something that's just like, that's I have brilliant. so many
4: <laughs> random things just in my notes. In my oh, book. you're the best. Yeah. You're, you, you,
5: you, uh, you probably have a, a decent amount of quotes from to all take, of us. like and...
4: January 27th, seventh,
1: fifteen a.m. I definitely appreciate that about Absolutely. you. That's
0: really
1: cool. So I want to go into a line you have on a song where you say, uh, where you gonna? Where are you? Gonna, uh, where, are you uh, where are you gonna run when your bad thoughts live in your backyard? I mean, kind of come up with that kind of. How would you, know, how'd you uh, come up with that concept? But tell me, explain art. a little bit about that.
3: I mean, I guess it could mean a lot of different things. Um, to get super deep with it, it could yeah. be uh, moving out of that house and not having that backyard, right. where which was so important. I feel like a lot of, like a lot of your music would transition yeah. through, yeah. or it could be just a, a more literal meaning where it's like the bad thoughts are always right behind you and you can't really outrun them. The goal is to learn to cope with them and turn them into passion for something or turn them into positives, which is, you know, that's your filtration, like yeah. your Brita system for your brain is to turn that into something. And for me, it's something creative and something positive. So it's just finding as many outlets
1: do that, yeah. that's how I find yeah. my shit outside. And, and uh, a lot of the music that you made was, one, in the basement, but two, in your room, which is outside. For those who, who don't know Tab, you know, personally, Tab had a kind of a patio in the backyard. And after, you know, taking a lot of breaks, a lot of artists and a lot of friends who came through there would come back there and chill, <laughs> right? And that's through the process. And that was a big part of your process, yeah. I feel, too. No, was I mean, going into yeah. the backyard, you what know what I mean? They, uh, part of the
3: you know initiation thing where it's like, you don't just come and lay a burst down. Like yeah. You smoke seven months in the backyard yeah. and drink a bottle of vodka. Talk about you know, some crazy the shit. The craziest shit that you never thought you were gonna talk about. That was just the standard of how we did shit. And you know, I feel like this is a grown up version. Yeah, extension that, of you that. Know, where it's, we and we, like I was saying to you on the phone the other day, like we were talking about it for years of just like,
5: just needs we should to do be this, we should have recorded
3: it, and, uh, and we probably should have, but like, we're doing it now, and I feel like we're all reached a more higher level of thinking. Yeah, of Where there wasn't, a, I want to say it was negative, but it wasn't such a like positive outlook or future, even future looking state of mind yeah. in life at that point. It was just kind of. This is what's happening tonight.
1: It's a Tuesday yeah, at 4 a.m. We right. sure weren't really conscious a of a lot of things, same, you know. Yeah, there was a lot of just going with it, the process there. I think you yeah. guys were conscious of, of what you were making there a little bit, but maybe not as much of the... We how, didn't what, have a direction. What was the direction? You're still in party but, mode. Yeah. It takes a little while to, you know, yeah. be like, you know what? Party, party mode
5: is set aside for a little bit.
1: But I definitely have, like, been in your backyard and have like... <laughs> extreme almost spiritual kind of experiences where like we're saying it could be just me you and Paulie at three in the morning and we were just like talking about something that everybody that's when the best shit happens. bonding and you're like wow there's acorns falling down on the, on yeah, the roof was, and there's well, like back to the you know and there's that's that's when the best and, shit happens like, you know why and we're like yo us three are just tuned into it and then and you know why
2: because you three are the last of the Mohicans in that yeah point. like like the party dies down and you got to think what keeps you there yeah. at that point well it would be these
3: conversations. Conversations. That's, always, that's,
2: yeah. that's the entire reason you say I have a, my friend my friend Donnie uh, he fights with his fucking wife all the time because right. she'll want to go home and he'll be like nah I'm going to miss something that's always his fucking argument I'm going to miss something I'm going to miss something I, wanna, I don't want to miss anything You know what I'm saying? And that, I mean, it speaks a lot to us as humans. We don't want to miss anything. That's why we are overstimulated with so many devices that keep us plugged into so many different avenues. We don't want to miss anything. But that's what kept you guys there was the camaraderie. You guys were like, I want, this this feels right. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens. It's like, it's the same thing we're always talking about with like the the coming into harmony and and, and whatnot. Well, the hard part is to not be plugged
3: into so many different things that you miss life. Yeah, Yeah. Like whether that be work, music, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, man. It's about, like, you plugged yeah. into all this shit, you can get lost into the subculture of that. Yeah, so that's quickly a great point. And easily, that you miss, like, actual life, yeah. and then you gotta play catch-up, and then you gotta do that, and I feel like that's, like, a... Yeah, that goes back to running your running lights
1: almost first, too, where you're like, yeah, Yo, you're trying to play catch-up, too, in yourself, where you're just like, yeah, that's, that's, running all these lights down the street of my life so I can get back to that's, what i supposed to be. Before you Most know it,
5: you it. got a fucking fireplace on your TV, yeah.
1: not a real fireplace.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're right, man, you're right.
1: That's <laughs> the, you're 100% right about that, bro. So, Larry, you've heard Andrew make a lot of music. Now you're hearing this escapism project. What's your kind of original um, thoughts of what you hear, kind of, you know, where Andrew's I, come yeah. from and am, what am he's right doing this now? This is
0: kind of close as you've been to the Black Dragon era.
1: So, you think this more is I kind of, have, of a throwback to an earlier version of Andrew yeah, somewhere? I
3: would say that's
0: safe to say. more of a deeper, darker kind of.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't say, but just a grown-up yeah. I don't think it's dark. Like it's not a dark. It's more not like
1: dark. grown-up. Yeah. More mature. So I feel yeah. like he got there on grayscale as well, though. Yeah,
3: it's it is it's where I started it's like grayscale. From. It's definitely closest to where I started. Great grayscale
1: like a, is a rap album. Yeah.
2: It's not even a rap album because it's got like, it, but it's a hip-hop. Album.
1: Yeah. There's there's uh, this album's not. That's yeah, hip hop Necessarily yeah, hip-hop. It's hip-hop on you can't
2: classify else. it as hip-hop, but yes. it's not necessarily hip-hop. It, the story, yeah. I think, is bigger. It, it's ju- It's man. a different, it's something different. It's a different man. story, basically. We approached it with, uh, I mean, I'm sure he did with Grayskir. I mean, you can hear it. I no, know. hell yeah. As, as I told no, you, no, Grayskir is huge. The connection Grace. I've had with that yeah. fucking album. No, like, yeah, that, right. that album was kind of like my point. When I discovered it when I was doing shrooms, that was like a a point in my recent history where I was like, my mind like blew back up into a state where I was like, I want to
0: create. Yeah, I want
2: to like do some shit. That, I definitely had a connection with that.
1: I think, and, and you were you were kind of both, in the, in the story where you are just saying there, you, you kind of both touch on something. It's very difficult to be collaborators, you know what I mean? Like, yo, there's so much ego driven in all artistry now and what everybody does. So like, even when Tab's talking about Larry and his relationships with Ren, how him and Paulie make beats, how this project comes in, there's a lot of collaboration. I mean, talk about how you feel just like collaborating my with others or who you like to probably, collaborate and
3: why. It's probably my blessing and a curse, depending on how you look at it. Like if I was a, Driven for self type of person and didn't give a fuck about working with other people, I'd probably be much further, I guess. But that depends on how you gauge things. What's further? Yeah. You know, would I, you know, be able to take the stamp my name on it and make more money? Like, is that what I would want to do? No. I think the the most amazing thing about doing music is. People that I've met because of it, I'm sitting I'm facing a room full of people. 100%. That, you 100%. Know, Absolutely. To that yeah, testament. But... Uh, I've met them on MySpace, I've met them yeah. on Craigslist, or fucking
2: at a show, at random spots. It's just, you know. It's the camaraderie, you're bro. You're putting
3: out a thing, you're sending out a beacon, and some people got their antenna up, and some people just wave it. It's the best yeah, It's, ba- it's, it. it's Like mindedness that if you do present a certain. Mantra towards life almost
0: <clears throat> like mindedness is key. Yeah yeah, man. I mean did you Not ever everywhere. did you
2: ever read did you ever read Into the Wild? Yes. Uh, right. So he he had that idea that ideology of going out into the wild, right? And and living that solitary life and and trying to just find himself and all this. Um and then at the end of that, that story he writes that happiness is only experienced uh or joy is only experienced together, together. When, when
0: shared.
1: And I was thinking about the collaboration because I think if I, like, if Andrew was just in his basement making beats by himself, just making songs for himself, it would be like, yo, it would have been boring. Yeah. I would have been yeah. out of there. But there were so many other characters and there was, then all of a sudden I meet Paulie and is- I see Paulie's life and I saw saw uh, Larry Diamond's life. I see Ren Thomas's life and everybody else who comes in. Yeah, and then everyone else, else knows you somebody learned, else. You, you know?
2: learn so much about yourself yeah. from other people. Absolutely. It's, it's important, man. Like, you have two choices, you can be light or dark. Yeah. You can darken people's worlds or you can enrich yeah. and, or enlighten people's lives. You know, and those those are your two choices. Right. You know, and it, and you have to believe the power is within you. That's your choice.
0: I say it all Don't. the time, you have two choices. You either love your day or hate your day. <laughs> it's, hey, there's yeah. there's no other choice besides right. it's that. A mindset. If you love the your day then there's things will happen. If you hate your day, these things will happen. That's the two yeah. choices you have when you wake up
4: literally mindset is everything right your state of mind and if yeah. your, your thoughts create. but, your but the reality. thing is though if, you're,
0: if is you're balanced your, oh, then if, yeah. you're, if you're if you're fullest. if you're living balanced then it's like you know, a steady course of action but like mm-hmm. you know if, if you wake up and you're in a shitty mood already and you have a shitty day and you know, like
4: energy attracts then no, obviously yeah and i i think it goes it's back what to it's to, gonna be. yeah it's self-fulfilling prophecy so it's a, a, lot,
2: of a, it's a yeah. lot of attraction at that
3: point yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you're 100% right.
0: i mean energy is like the article said it, uh what does uh a,
3: t- a teacup of emptiness has enough energy to Boil all the oceans of the air. I mean, that's yeah. just my yeah, fucking that's wrong. crazy. <laughs> and that then it's so like, crazy. how do you transfer energy from person to person, yeah. Yeah. from passion to passion, from job yeah. to job? Yeah.
1: So, so Paul, I talk a little bit about zero point energy. How you came to, you know, find out about uh, that concept? Basically,
5: I, I just read a lot of weird shit. But there's this guy <laughs> Stephen Greer that um came up with this uh, disclosure project of basically there's. A black uh, budgeted thing in the government where they make all this crazy yeah like a so basically yeah all right so you know not to get into that uh, for now but uh zero point energy in a nutshell i'm not an expert we're surrounded by a sea of energy right right and even in the vacuum of space this exists it's also called the quantum vacuum flux i believe and which this fits in this, uh, uh, the ether of the ancients. Mm. That's another nickname for that. <laughs> That's go. So basically, in the nutshell, um, it, well, to, uh, the the simple version of it is when Tesla used his, or built his um, towers yeah. and did the wireless transfer of energy right. through the ether, whatever. Subatomic particles—they're in a constant motion, right? So they basically found out a way to get energy from that, right? And like he said, that little teacup, that's how powerful it is, right? Now, I don't know the technology specifically, you know, like the physical part of it, but it's basically, you know, like um, quantum physics, all that crazy shit. Quantum, a little bit of quantum mechanics. But anyway, um, in the 80s, there was this guy... Uh, t- Steven Meyer, I believe his name was. He's the guy that made the wa- uh, the car that drove on water. I don't know if you guys remember this. And he basically just like, it just like disappeared. You know what I mean? Again, I don't know, like his secret died with him, but uh, the government came to him and was like, we're gonna buy this off you or you're gonna die, basically. And what they do is they take this technology and either use it for themselves or they put it on like a shelf. Put it on the shelf they, and, like nobody's done use for. This it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it could basically change the world overnight and it's basically, in my opinion, what the ancients knew and we're rediscovering it's it now. now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be because science. See, right. like, re- rediscovering yeah. the, of the science. And fire the reason, was, yeah. well, obviously the money thing, because money is God, but mainly science is very egotistical in that group back to the
3: ego. Mm. Well, they would say, like, man didn't discover fire, it was yeah. already there. Right. And whereas we wouldn't discover this, it's, it's already It's here, there, we that, just that, can't. That, that's, what we I feel that's what I feel about yeah. the
2: album. I feel like it was existing yeah. and yeah. tapped into it. Somebody but, somebody told me that once when I had a trouble with writer's block.
5: Before you get into that, I'm sorry. Um, to, like, really get into it, and it, it touches both on the conspiracy and the technology part of it, Steven Greer. G R E E R serious like the star S I R I U S and unacknowledged two documentaries watch them it'll blow your mind because supposedly from the 40s we've, we we could have we could Basically have been there, there on free technology, energy. right? Yeah, sure. No petrodollar. <laughs> <laughs> if
4: I can jump in, because I the James, article that you would say, yeah, the article that uh, Tab sent earlier today. So
1: just to one. let everybody know that we were having a group text earlier, and yeah. Tab sent us an article, and Jade's going to talk As about. we do normally. We usually do, yeah. As we Pratt. do normally. I hate group text. Um, I do,
4: too. I'm a horrible no. human being. I don't have the title or the author of <laughs> the article, uh, the, but the article. I'm going to read the part that stuck out to me. It just... Energy is free, energy is everywhere. Mm. The universe would agree with that statement. The universe doesn't charge us to drink water or eat plants or Mm. lay in the sun. The universe makes that free. It's mankind who charges for it, wars over it, holds it back from the people who need it the most. Like that in a nutshell mm. right there is
5: just that, like exactly yeah, what you're saying. That quantifies it. Quantifies if, <laughs> if that's the right it's, term. it's
2: but that's that's our narcissism, our audacity to think that we can we can box something that's
5: boundless. Yeah.
2: We can put something in chains that, that, that is yep. boundless. That's just like the idea of God, right? I mean, Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we might we well, like like find it
2: somewhere, yeah. Gord, Like Gordy. Yeah, man. That's how we like to serve <laughs> it